Heads up, I say a bad word at the very top of this episode, but that's it. The rest of it is clean, I promise. Last time on The Wedge, my mom let me interview her about her life. That helped me understand where she's coming from about COVID vaccines. She has reasons for what she believes, but she keeps agonizing about things that I'm certain are just made up. Like that she doesn't want me to get the COVID vaccine because she worries it could kill me or make me infertile. It targets a certain chromosome. I think it's chromosome eight. Chromosome eight has to do with fertility. Okay, let's just say it's gonna fuck with my DNA and the kid I have can't have kids, but I get to live and that baby gets to be born. By now, it's early spring of 2021. Vaccines are becoming more and more available, and we are continuing to argue back and forth like this. We're more direct with each other than we were before, and we're often angry. I think we need outside help. I call my therapist, Julie. From what I understand, the issue is about the vaccine. Like, what what snagged you when you were talking about this? I think, oh, Man, gonna cry. I'm Erica Anderson. This is me and my mom having one of those conversations so many of us would rather avoid. Welcome to The Wedge, a podcast from Spaceship Media presented by Colorado Public Radio. Episode three, Unmuzzled. Okay, so I know this is intimate, but I'm going to let you listen in on our therapy session. I wouldn't do this in my usual journalism work, but at this point in this story, I think it's important for you to hear. And we have all agreed to do this, me, my mom, and Julie. For our therapy session, we zoom in from different states. My mom is on her porch in Hawaii. She's wearing a black muumuu with big turquoise flowers. I'm joining from my kitchen in Brooklyn. It's 5 p.m. here, Easter Sunday, 2021. But I've been working all weekend, and I can see on the screen that my face is a bit saggy from fatigue. Julie is in her office in Boulder, Colorado. She wears different colored glasses each time I see her. Today, she has on a purple tortoiseshell pair. I start by telling Julie how my mom and I completely disagree about the COVID vaccine and how we just can't talk about it. I feel like I walk on eggshells about it, which is in contrast to sort of the rest of our relationship that's like, you know, anything from like my sex life to like my dog's poop and what I'm eating for dinner. And for whatever reason, there doesn't seem to be a way to have like a a nuanced conversation about it. And then I'm not talking to Julie anymore. I'm talking directly to my mom. The subject of vaccines comes up. I know your beliefs are so strong that even just like the tone of your voice switches into this into this thing that like I just don't want to listen. I don't because it just feels like I'm being talked at. And oh, this is not easy to say. I know you're so smart and so intelligent and I am really worried about where you get your information around vaccines. 
And I know that you're right on some of this stuff. And I'm also like navigating this while being pregnant and like wanting to come see you and wanting you to be able to be here. That was a lot. Now it's my mom's turn. Ah. Uh. Well, I'll just cry right off the bat. (laughs) She takes a minute to compose herself. Then she responds. Well, something that I will argue with that you said was (laughs) that I have such a strong view against vaccines. I think that's what you said. I do, but I feel misunderstood. I'm not just totally black and white against vaccines, but I am skeptical. I come to them in a skeptical way because... I think that's rooted in just, for me, being a parent, just being fiercely protective of my kids. As she talks, I'm thinking, I get that. I'm already feeling protective of my growing baby. But it's an odd feeling that I have to protect us from my mom since she won't get the COVID vaccine. My mom tells Julie she's worried that I judge her for her choices. What comes up for me is that she thinks I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. I don't feel like I can really speak freely. Julie has a way to get people out of confrontation. She wants us to stop talking about ideas and explanations and say what's impossible to argue with, how each of us feel. My mom goes first. I haven't wanted to ask you if you were going to get vaccinated because I couldn't live with the terror of it. Brings in me. I, I couldn't face it. I didn't want to face it because it brings up terror. So I'm going to just follow you because I can't argue with that you feel terrified, right? That's like right with you. What is the, what is the perceived threat or danger? The terror is that I'm going to lose her. Just plain old that I'll lose her. And the terror of the vaccine passport thing that if we have to get that, then I'll have to choose between taking that and seeing her. And I feel very strongly about not taking it. I want her to understand what I feel like are the dangers, but the fact that there are possible dangers, you know, that she could be harmed irretrievably. I just want really to support you to feel terrified right here, right now. Okay. Put yourself like, and for Erica, for you to see that that's a piece of this puzzle is how terrified your mom is. I hear it. And it hurts. My eyes are tight with tears watching her. I can't even hardly breathe talking about it. I'm like... (sighs) Just before her, I'd had a baby die and I live as a mother, just like, how do you how do you keep your kids alive, you know? And if anybody knows, I know you can't. But I will try my best, you know? Even though she's 37 and, you know, it's like not in my power anymore, but... Julie doesn't try to change my mom's fear. She accepts it. The truth is you could lose her. Yeah. Right. And this is the truth. So make yourself feel that. Yeah. And breathing with that and and letting yourself know that that's true and maybe finding a way to be present with with how how 
well, truly terrifying that is. Yeah. And what I hear too in this, it could mean that you can't see Eric or see the baby or whatever. Like, and then I felt just, then I feel livid. Okay. So what are you so mad about? What are you getting that you don't want or not getting that you want that you get livid about? I don't want someone to say I can't be around them if I'm not vaccinated. What I hear about being livid is like so much energy. Like, no, I want to see my my daughter. I want to see my grandchild. Like, no, you can't stop me. Like that kind of. <gasps> yeah, It's like injustice. It's It's a mistake. Then Julie asks me to say how I feel, hearing my mom's anger and fear. I just had like waves of sadness. There's a lot of fear and terror and and I have it, I have it too. And like, I just feel so sad that that is a place that you go to because of me, because of this baby and it's like I, I want to, like, give you something that would alleviate that fear. Julie notices that I'm tense. She sees it in my face. What's happening in your jaw? Yeah. It, like, I feel, like, ugh, kind of muzzled a little bit. How are you muzzling yourself? I definitely feel like I have a big, like, yell in me. <laughs> yeah, okay. What you right on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wanna get a pillow and tell into something? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to be free of this feeling. It just feels like muck. What's the feeling? I think it's sad, scared. <laughs> that this is like unresolvable. That there's just this like endless conflict. And that I can't make choices for my own life without it being devastating for my mom. So how about we give you some space to feel that? Now I'm thinking this might not be the first time that this has come up or some version of that. Yeah. So that could be true. Same thing like you could die. Like, okay, let's get it out on the table. I have no idea. And let's let you be afraid about that. She lets us feel all this for a while. Julie has her hands clasped over her heart. I have one hand on my cheek and I wipe tears away. My mom is nodding her head, leaned in, focused on me. Julie tells us to breathe. So breathing with that, like, are you breathing? You're not breathing. (sighs) Then she asks us to keep digging deeper. My question for you is, what do you really want? Ask your body. I want to... I want to feel light and I want to feel safe. I really want to hug my mom a lot. It's like my body just really 
monster. <laughs> Julie asks my mom the same question. Katie, what is it you really want? I want to just be able to freely, you know, come and go and see Erica and have her have a healthy baby and be there with her. And I want to feel safe. And I want to feel respected. I want to feel like valued and, and you know, that, I, that I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I also don't want Erica to put herself at risk or Enrique or the baby or anybody in the world, but particularly these, these people. I don't want them to be harmed. I want them to be safe. I want them to be well. That's all I want. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank you. Julie starts typing and shares her screen. So I'm going to list down what you want. And Kimi said, really come and go. See Erica. Healthy baby. She types what my mom wants. I'm not going to put the idiot part in here. (laughs) (laughs) Then she writes down what I want. To feel light, to feel safe, and to hug my mom. Then we look at our list. Is there anything on Peony's list, Erica, that you don't want or that you object to? No. Not at all. Okay. Great. And Keeney, is there anything on Erica's list that you feel uh, that you would object to? No. To get or not get the COVID vaccine isn't on the list. That's what we're fighting about, yes. But Julie helps us see that both of us are driven by desires that are much less tangible. She keeps moving towards what we have in common. You said, Keeney, earlier that you were so polarized. Well, actually, no. You actually are very clearly on the same path, like you want the same thing. Right. So, so I hang in there. I know the devil's in the details, but still, I want you to breathe with that for a minute because it's not so obvious when you're on the other side of an issue. When we're in reactive brain, it looks so much like you've got to fight for, for what you need. But once you've moved these emotions through your body, it's like, oh, okay, wait a second. We actually want the same thing. And we love each other. We want to hug each other and feel safe and respected and valued and have choice. Our time with Julie is almost over. We've both cried a lot. And I see on my screen that I look completely drained. But I feel lighter. Julie pushes us forward. While she's still with us, I'm able to tell my mom what I think about what she said. My mom's fears for my safety were hard to hear, but not a surprise. What is new to me is her fear of being dismissed as dumb. Not to be thought of as an idiot. That was when when you said that, mom, that surprised me. Because it's like, oh, like, of course, but I don't think that. I realize this might be the opening we've been looking for. I feel like one of the things that both of us have fear around is that there is a lack of information. So I wonder if there's any way to like 
minimize some of that terror, not convince you to get the vaccine, or that like maybe we find out you're absolutely right and I definitely shouldn't get this vaccine. So it's like trying to process that fear and I would like to be able to do it with you. My mom suggests trading articles and videos from experts we each trust. Together we could like go into it and say, okay, I found this. What do you think of this guy? And, oh, you have that guy. Oh, I read that. And then, you know, what about this video? What about that? And if we could, instead of like feeling like, well, I can't show her that because, you know, she won't be willing to listen to it or she'll just think it's another crazy conspiracy theory and stuff. I, I would love that because on this subject, I have no desire to be right. <laughs> I actually prefer to be wrong. I mean, it would be a lot easier for me if I could be proven <laughs> that I'm wrong. I love her excitement. I feel hopeful. Although I don't know that I believe her when she says she hopes she's wrong. Still, I think Julie really helped us soften towards each other. I don't feel so tight and angry. Thank you for letting me into your lives today. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. I can't wait to find out what my mom thought. I call her as soon as we say goodbye to Julie. Hi, Mama. Hi, honey. Is that okay? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That was good. I'm just sitting here breathing. It felt good to just sit in this openness, this place where we both want the same thing, to feel close and safe and respected. Oh, I don't know where we go from here. I don't want to muck up what we just did. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, no, another road. No, not that road either. Let's say, right? <laughs> Maybe we should just stop now. No. I'm joking, of course, and we don't stop. We talk openly about the vaccine. We make our points, we share more fears, we don't argue. But I am a little worried about my mom's desire to trade videos. We've been down this road before, and when I take the time to counter or question what she sends me, she often doesn't respond. So I ask my mom if instead of trading videos, she'd be willing to try what I do for a living, ask experts questions. But is it going to be possible to find anyone both of us will trust? The virus is a communication network of genomics, and uh, it's the most important building block for life on Earth. But I will tell you, doctors do not get paid to put things on death certificates that I'm aware of. It's Whack-A-Fact, next time on The Wedge. The Wedge was conceived, created, and produced by Spaceship Media. It's distributed by Colorado Public Radio's Audio Innovation Studio.